Hey, hey, welcome to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. I'm Josie, and I'll be your host alongside my pal, Samantha. hey And Kaylee. Hey, guys. We get real around here because life's too short for small talk, and we believe there's beauty in the depths of your soul. See what I did there? <laughs> and we'll accompany you into the struggles, through the depths, and to the heights to help you discover the truth that will bring you lasting joy to your life. So join in the fun and follow along by subscribing to our podcast and website at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Alrighty, let's get this conversation started. Hey, hey guys. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. How are you guys doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm drinking some hot tea on mm. this fabulous Monday night that we are recording. Nice. 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 I'm doing well. Tired, but well. How are you, Kaylee? Same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so exhausted from taking care of a toddler all day and growing a baby in my womb, but it's yeah. okay. We're Sec- still are you in second trimester? Yeah, we're almost to the third. Wow, moving right along. Two weeks to go to the third, I think. That's awesome. We'll need a bump update soon. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. It's gotten a lot bigger since the last time I posted one. (laughs) Oh, excited to see that. Yes, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. So this week we are entering into the month of Valentine's Day. So Josie wanted to share about. singleness uh in this season of life so Josie will you take it away heck yeah (laughs) um being the only single one here (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's my duty to uh to give encouragement to my fellow single peeps out there Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think I the blog post I wrote this week um kind of stemmed from personal reflection and just looking back into my own heart in dating life uh, over the last like several years. Um, Cause I've been single for a couple years now. And in that time, I've just witnessed like such growth um, and beauty through, you know, the highs, the lows um, and that struggle that I faced. Um, Cause I don't know, like over the past year, I b- made a big move up to Indiana um, and I haven't been like clicking with anybody, you know, I've been on dates and all that. Um, but haven't really clicked with anybody, but I've realized that like, I'm living a joyful life. Um, you know, I, I've been on dates with guys that are great guys and attractive. And I I feel like part of me is like, what is wrong with me? Like, why am I not clicking with anybody? And you know, like, why don't I feel something more? (laughs) Um, but I realized like I'm happy and content in my singleness and it's cause Jesus like is the source of my joy. And, like, I don't want to settle in a relationship Mm. unless my significant other is my best friend. Like, even though he might be a great guy or good-looking or whatever, like, I want someone who I can do life with and have fun with and journey to heaven with Mm -hmm. because I know that, like, the romance fades and eventually you're just stuck with that person. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, (laughs) So, it's like, do you, like, actually like to do the same things and enjoy being around them and doing life with them? Um, So, I don't know. My my standards are high and 
I plan to keep them that way because I'd rather be single and live this joyful life with Jesus than be in a relationship with someone that's not right for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But in reflecting and I realized that like, I haven't always been that way. Um, Cause just like back it up, I think to to college, um, like I didn't date at all before college and I didn't go on a date until my sophomore year. And before that, like, I distinctly remember crying over my relationship status, like, mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and mm-hmm. it's slightly pathetic to admit. But, like, I specifically remember one night, like, crying on my bedroom floor and kind of pleading with God. Like, God, like, I just want to know what it feels like to fall in love. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, but, you know, that whole narrative. <laughs> yeah. um, Typical. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> And I say that because, like, I'm sure there's people listening to this that maybe resonate Mm -hmm. with that or just haven't been on dates or haven't found someone or haven't been in a real relationship and however old they are. Um, And, yeah, or they haven't experienced all these things that seem to come naturally to other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyways, so long story short, I I did end up dating a guy for a couple years in college. And when that ended, um, like, I was found single again, right? But this time... I recognized that like I needed some time to be alone to let Jesus like fill me up. Um, Mm -hmm. And I needed him to become like the source and summit of my daily joy and not a guy. Um, So this like forced me to kind of dive into prayer um, daily mass in my spiritual life. I feel like really deepened and flourished because of my singleness. Um, And after a while, I think I got to a point where I was like, okay, God, I'm ready. Like whatever you want to bring someone in my life, like you're, 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 you're my everything. Like you're number one, but like, I'm ready. Um, but here I am, I'm still single and he hasn't brought someone in my life, but like, I, I've realized that I'm totally fine with it. Um, in the moment because I trust completely that God has a plan and that's always better than mine. Um, and he knows what's best. Like, even if I think I'm ready, um, God's like, nah, like you need more time. (laughs) Hmm. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. Like I have this deep desire for marriage and family and God knows that and wants to fulfill those desires in my heart, but in his time. Um, Mm -hmm. so just making the most of my single days, like is the best way to prepare for my future vocation. Because like the truth is if I can't be happy alone, I'm not going to be happy in a relationship. Um, and that was kind of the whole point of my blog post. Like you can't expect a significant other to fill you up because that's only like God, the father's job. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you are single, desperately wanting a relationship or whoever you are, wherever your relationship status is, even married, like in a relationship, like God has to be your number one. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah. And so if he's not get bringing a man or a woman into your life, it probably means that he wants you to lean into him more um because mm-hmm. yeah so moral of the story strong singles make strong couples <laughs> um, so true so yes. <laughs> by like embracing your singleness and really i don't know wholeheartedly living that season joyfully you are preparing for your vocation um mm-hmm. so i i um and my, i mean we can chat more about these but in my blog post i kind of listed some tips that have helped me through um, the single stage in life that helped me to live joyfully. And so I'll just go through them here and we can chat more about them. But 
I first said, like, invest in things you enjoy doing. Like, you have more time as a single person. So, I know. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I know for me, like, I, um, I've been, like, volunteering with different ministries, like, church ministries that I like to do. Um, I'll go hang out with friends more or, like, um, yeah, or, like, take trips to go see friends because I have the freedom to do that. Um, so, yeah, invest in things you enjoy. Second, like, commit to prayer. You know, you, you have all this time, more time. So like develop a solid prayer routine. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and then third, I said like have date nights with Jesus. Like when you're lonely, like pick up a journal, go to a church and just sit there and journal or like, I don't know if you need to cry, go cry in front of Jesus. I have done that so many times. It's like the best going to an empty church and just like (laughs) crying. Um, And then fourth, I said like actively pursue your vocation. So don't just like sit around twiddling your thumbs and be like, God, bring someone in my life. Like if someone asks you out for coffee, go. Like if you like Mm. someone, text them and be like, hey, you want to hang out? Like if you feel called to like sign up for a dating app, why not? And just like go on dates, put yourself out there, actively pursue Mm -hmm. your vocation and allow God to work. Um, And then lastly, just like trust in God's timing and know that ultimately like his will is where you're going to be happiest. Like even if you end up not getting married, you're going to be so happy in whatever Mm -hmm. you do because God wills it. So that's my that's my long um story and (laughs) encouragement (laughs) i love it i feel like it's so relatable on so many levels because i know obviously us being married now like samantha i'm sure you have plenty of times in your life when you could relate in this Mm -hmm. um i know for for sure for myself i did because i know growing up i always found my identity in my relationship with men because Mm -hmm. like i would seek that attention from them um, like longing for that love in the same way that you are, Josie, like the way you described on the mm-hmm. bedroom floor. I'm like, I can't say I remember being on a bedroom floor like that, but I do remember many times crying over these stupid boys, like breaking <laughs> my heart for stupid things. And all it was is because I expected them to like be more for me than what they could mm-hmm. be, you know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of was like thinking of that. And then once I graduated college, Jesus just like stripped all of that away by, I joined focused and became a missionary and went on a dating fast. And so suddenly like I had no choice, but to be single for an entire year. Mm -hmm. And like the way that the Lord transformed my heart in that year was incredible. And I know without a doubt, like it prepared me for like meeting Matt a year and a half later, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it was just like really, really cool to kind of see that. But it's like, it's all about that bringing Christ to like the center of my life is what allowed me to like live in my identity as a daughter. And I was able to like stop, trying to find fulfillment in my relationships with other people and rather in my relationship with God and like became so much happier in the process of that. And then just like led straight into my vocation in that way, which was really, yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's such an important point that you both are making that we can't look for fulfillment in another human being because they Mm -hmm. can't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Something you said in your post, Josie, is that, uh, you search for validation in your relationship and it put unnecessary pressure and expectations on it. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with that too in a previous relationship. And I needed, I felt like I always needed my boyfriend to recognize my worth and affirm my worth, Mm -hmm. or I assumed Mm -hmm. that I just didn't have worth. Um, And Mm -hmm. that is that it was unfair because that wasn't his job. Yeah. Um, And even when you, 
are married and you find the man that you choose to give your life to, like the truth is that your even your spouse is not made to be your fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Yes. He he can't he can't do that. He can't be that. And so to expect that is to put yeah, unnecessary pressure and unnecessary expectations. Um mm-hmm. and it's just not healthy and it's setting it's just setting you up for more heartbreak because only God can truly fulfill our hearts mm-hmm. um, and only God can, yeah, fill those holes that we feel in our lives. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, so true. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, yeah. Everything you just said resonates so much. And just the fact that like Jesus always has to be our number one, mm-hmm. regardless of mm-hmm. what stage in life we're in. Um and I don't know, I maybe I, I just you guys be, both being married. Um, how has have you seen that played out as far as like when you were single to when you were married? Um, you know, like did your did your singleness in embracing of that relationship with Christ? Like, how did it transition into marriage? And because obviously your life changed so much. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Let's see. I definitely, yeah, I feel like, like I was saying with that year that I had of just like, the answer is no, not doing vocational discernment, things like that was just like so good to like bring Jesus to the center of my heart that like now translating that into marriage is like, that. that's like the most important thing for our marriage. Like mm-hmm. if Jesus isn't the center of my heart, if he's not the center of Jesus or of Matt's heart, then like <laughs> we can't necessarily like, like we're just off. We're like on different pages. We're like not necessarily mm-hmm. like loving each other to the best that we possibly yeah. could love each other, you know, um, cause we're imperfect humans and mm-hmm. yeah, we're still sinners, but like, it just comes back to that time of like, if I am just feeling really like down and like distant and things, it's usually because I haven't taken time to like sit with the Lord and like how I'm truly feeling. And then like translating mm-hmm. that to Matt and like sharing with him, like how mm-hmm. I'm feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's still important to share with Jesus first before like running to Matt with everything as well. Um, oh. So it's kind of like finding a balance in that. That's beautiful. And I've, mm-hmm. and I've heard you say before, like, just in talking to you, like, oh, like, you had a fight with Matt or whatever, but you're like, oh, and then mm-hmm. we went, and then we went to adoration, and it was just better. We just, <laughs> we just needed time with Jesus. And that, like, that is yes. so beautiful. But I think that makes the point that, like, in marriage, Jesus has to be first, too. Mm-hmm. Like, just yes. like, which is why single, yeah. singleness prepares you for marriage if you... Yeah if you embrace that season in the right way, it should be preparing your heart. But yeah, exactly. And I think it was from both of us in our singleness, like yeah, he was going to daily mass, praying daily rosaries, spending time in prayer every day before meeting me. And then mm-hmm. I was doing the same before meeting him. So both of us were like mm-hmm. already really rooted in our relationship with Jesus that when we came together, it was like just that perfect timing that like we weren't seeking identity anywhere else. It was yeah. like from God alone. And it just so happened to be like, we were both on the same page of that, which was mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I totally have seen a lot of what you're saying, Kaylee, in my relationship too with Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just want to add to that embracing that time of sing- singleness and really trying to focus on giving my heart to the Lord, I think um, allowed me to be like joyfully and pleasantly like surprised when he brought Luke mm, into my life. Yes. And it made mm. me like very attentive to like the way that he was leading me 
into and to- like throughout this relationship mm-hmm. um and like uh I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before on the podcast but I was actually in a very long-term relationship before I started dating Luke mm-hmm. I was in like a four and a half year long relationship oh wow I didn't um, know this was that long yeah mm-hmm. it was from started in high school and I it that honestly that relationship was over a long time before it ended and mm-hmm. I was just holding on because I was settling because I wanted to be loved and I felt yeah. like mm. this is just as good as it's gonna get so I might as well hold on mm. um and even though I knew in my heart of hearts that I was not and I'm not saying that I was perfect in that relationship and I'm not saying that he was evil or terrible but I knew that I was not being loved the way that I truly mm-hmm. desired to be loved in a relationship and so I was settling and holding on and I went mm-hmm. on a retreat and and during a talk on um, on that retreat somewhat the the girl was who's was giving the talk said and there was a moment where I knew God was asking do you trust me and I re- mm-hmm. like I just so clearly felt God ask do you trust mm-hmm. me and he's like let me pursue your heart that and it was it was like in that moment that I was like okay I need to like embrace being single and this time and just let God pursue my heart Mm. um and a prayer actually I know Josie was going to mention it as a resource (laughs) but a prayer by St. Anthony de Padua is be satisfied with me and one of the lines in that prayer that I just clung to was it's something along the lines of dear one I want you to experience my love in the flesh Mm. Um, and I, I remember I really clung on to that and I was just like, okay, God, pursue me, pursue my heart. And it was like one of the most joyful seasons of my life. And then when Luke walked into (laughs) my life, it was so vivid and so clear to me that Jesus was like, this is him. Like, this is the one who's going to be my Mm -hmm. love for you in the flesh. And I think if mm. I didn't have that time of singleness and like just allowing God and trying to see the way this is that he was loving me in everyday life, I wouldn't have seen it so clearly in Luke. Yeah. 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 Uh. And that is, it's really cool. Cause from both of you, like I hear it's just like the timing of it is, was so perfect and in God's plan because both of you mm-hmm. guys had this time of singleness to prepare your hearts and whatever and, you know, they, I know they always say, like, oh, expect it when you least expect it. <laughs> but, like, to be, yes. to be honest, it's, like, you're, you're focused on pursuing the Lord and whatever mm-hmm. his will is for you that you're not focused on trying to, like, get a guy or, like, get attention. Yeah. You're focused on the Lord. And it's, like, great. If he brings someone in your life, great. But, like, it's a, if not, also great. I still mm-hmm. have you. Um, and I yeah. think it's really cool, Samantha, what you were saying about your previous relationship and cause I feel very similar about, about my previous relationship, but in the sense that they ended, um, was great because, um, it opened us up to this period of singleness and, mm. um, opened our hearts. Like, I don't know, I'm, maybe I'm talking to people that might be in relationships that aren't, um, stable and that, that aren't meant to be but they're scared to get Mm -hmm. out and they are settling um you just gotta trust and let go because staying in that relationship could prevent you from meeting your future spouse you know Mm -hmm. yeah um and and entering into a season of growth and discernment and of just pursuing the lord um and something else i did want to mention is like 
the fruits of uh the spirit I feel like working yes um because like I've noticed that sometimes like when I really want something like so if I really like a guy sometimes like I try to force things not I don't want to be like force things but you know what I mean like be like Mm -hmm. oh if I do this or that like maybe it'll work out to where like you know, I cross paths with him or I don't know, mm, some intricate yes. plan in my head that yes. all, like, females do, apparently. <laughs> um, but then I'm, like, I get, like, overwhelmed by it and kind of stressed about it. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. that is not the Holy Spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've I've learned that. And I think that's part of, like, Ignatian discernment, too, is, like, the peace that comes with um, God's mm-hmm. will in your life. And I've noticed that when I make any kind of big decisions, whether it's like career, dating, moving, um, like where I feel the most peace, it just kind of comes naturally because I'm mm-hmm. giving my heart to the Lord and he just lets the puzzle pieces fall into place. Um, so I think that for me has been the approach to my dating life. I mean, yes, yes. I'm, act- I'm actively pursuing my vocation. Mm-hmm. I'm going on dates. I'm meeting people, but I'm not going to like pressure things to happen because if God wants it, he's going to make it happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So true. Yeah. So. yeah. I love that point that you said about like the fruits of the spirit. Cause that was one of the big things for me. Cause I felt insane. Um, just knowing that like, like just with meeting Matt, everything just seemed like be falling into place so quickly that like really only two and a half to three months into even knowing him, I knew I was going to marry him. Oh, um, that. Mm. yeah. But I talked to one of my priest friends about it and I was like, I feel crazy. Like, is this normal? <laughs> and he brought up like that scripture from Galatians and he was like, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, mm. generosity. Like, do you feel all these in your relationship? Mm. Because if you do, then yes, I would probably say that is more than likely of God. But like, if if like you feel a lot of these things are missing and like it's the opposite in the spectrum, then maybe that's a red flag, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, but I do, you know? So yeah, yeah, I think that was just like a very great point that you made of like, that's a good way to recognize like the fruit of the Lord is just understanding. Like, do you feel the peace? Do you feel the love? Do you feel the joy? If not, like, this is probably not what he wants for you. you mm-hmm. know? And similarly, if you're in a relationship, examining that relationship and it's like, do you mm-hmm. feel peace about it? Because that was one of the clear indicators in my previous yeah. relationship was just a lack of peace for a long time. And we, we yeah. both just tried to yes. ignore it and push through because we're both great people, but just weren't right for each other. Um, yes. But yeah, so like examine the fruits of the spirit wherever you are. Yes. Yeah. And on on that note, I just want to encourage you, like, if you're in a relationship and you don't feel that peace and you think this isn't working, but I'm scared Mm. to let go, I just want to encourage you to, like, really take that to prayer Mm -hmm. um, and to be not afraid. Like, if God is calling you to end this relationship, he's not going to leave you stranded. Mm -hmm. Um, He's going to be there continuing to pursue you and you are Mm. going to be amazed at his plan for your life so i just wanted to encourage you if you're in that situation i'm giving some (laughs) snaps over here (laughs) because deserves it that's so good y'all um well what are some practical practical tips for people Mm -hmm. that may be single out there um resources Mm -hmm. 
Um, I mean, one thing that I was thinking was like going back to your blog post and looking through that list and like really working on those things. Like Mm -hmm. what are things, find out what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. now and spend time with Jesus now, like all those things, great practical resources. So we didn't touch on them too nearly much. Go back to the blog post, check them out. So worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, but another thing that was really helpful, um, for me, like being in this, like really, yeah, I had those moments of like extreme loneliness, desiring of my vocation and there was just like not a man in sight. Um, and so it was just like so hard to like live in that singleness and trust, but my spiritual director at the time, um, kind of called me out on it because I was like obsessing over every man that walks in the room. Like, could he be the one? <laughs> yep. Could he be the one? Oh, there's this guy <laughs> at daily mass. Is he the one, you know, like all those silly, yes. like thoughts that you just kind of play with, yeah. your, play, put in your mind. Um, and so the spiritual director just like really encouraged me to take a break from that and break from like discernment in general, because during my dating fast year in general, like the answer was no, and it didn't matter. Like if it was my vocation, the Lord would bring it back at the end of the year. Um, but for now this was my yes. And so I like took this break from like discerning and started seeing like men, like new friends as like brothers in Christ first. So like being able to like love them in that, but then also he challenged me to pray three Hail Marys a night for my future spouse. And he would say like future Mm. spouse as in like, okay, is this, um, like this could be the church that God could be calling you to the church or yeah. it could be a man that he mm-hmm. has for you. So just pray three Hail Marys a night and leave it at that. Like, don't, don't feel like you have to constantly be like, Jesus, is this the man? Is this the man? Like, yeah. just leave it, give three Hail Marys and trust it to our lady and leave it. And that's mm-hmm. what I did. And it was incredible. Like helped me to surrender that. So that's um, awesome. that was just kind of, yeah, that was kind of like a little, I love that practical way that I learned to just surrender it to the Lord. So, yes, yes. Similarly, on that vein, a little further along, past like, oh, is he the one? Is he the one? I found that when I was really getting to know Luke and started to develop feelings for him, it was like, is he the one? Does he like me? Like all of these <laughs> things, like in in full motion. But I also knew that this is something that I discerned with the Lord. So I'm not saying this is necessarily the case for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew something that was really important. Like the theme of my single time was pursued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I knew that something that I really wanted was to be pursued. And for me, that meant that I was not going to make the first mm-hmm. move. I wanted a man who was going to be very clear and ask me on a date. Like mm-hmm. that's what that. I was looking for. Um, and so I knew like, even though I have all of these feelings, like if Luke doesn't ask me on a date, then he's not the one. Mm. But I was still, you know, thinking all these thoughts like, oh, does he like me? Is he ever going to ask me on a date? Like all of these things. And so <laughs> something that I did was every time that Luke would pop into my head, instead of like starting to think all of these things, I would pray a Hail Mary for mm. him. That's but cool. I would take the time to pray for him instead and then just like set him aside and be like, all right, Good. moving on. That's great. Um, so that was, that was something if you're in a situation like that, um, yeah, but something also that Josie mentioned earlier that we didn't touch on, but that I love is dates with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And yes. this is something that I did in my single time. Um, and I still kind of, I guess, do now. Uh, but I read, I read a book um, called The Moment Is Now. It's written by a Catholic woman. And her, the subtitle is Do More Than Just Survive Your Single Years, Practical Tips to Live Them for God's mm-hmm. Glory. And um, one of her suggestions was going on dates with Jesus and so I started to do that when I would like wake I like to pray in the Mm -hmm. morning so I'd wake up and I would make coffee and then I would sit and I would pray and I would 
just say, okay, I'm going to have a coffee date with Jesus. And when I would, before I would like sit down and read scripture, I'd say, I would like literally think of it as a date and be like, all right, Jesus, like, tell me about yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I would open scripture and like try to read it. And that was, that's, that's what I did. So love yeah, that. so that was fun. That's so good. Oh, I love it. And I love how, mm-hmm. how both <laughs> of y'all prayed um, for your future spouse in different ways um, and mm-hmm. for your vocation. And Kaylee, I think it's a, I think it's important to note that like you were praying for your future spouse, whether that be a man or whether that be the church and mm-hmm. um, in Christ mm-hmm. himself, if you're called to be a nun or a sister. Um, yeah. Similarly, mm-hmm. like I am also praying for my future spouse, but also being open to Yes, like wherever that 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 calling is, like yes, I hope it's in marriage, but Lord, you know what's best and kind of surrendering that. So it's not like when we're praying for them, you don't get like fixated on like, oh my gosh, like I'm praying for my future spouse, so God's going to bring him mm. into my life. You know what I mean? And mm, yes. and get kind yes. of like overly analytical about it. Um but yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. Kaylee, just pray for him, let it be. <laughs> yep. Um yep. So, yeah. And a couple, there was a couple podcasts that, um, I've listened to that were super good. I actually got the, the title of this episode in the blog post. Um, I think I got it from this. I can't remember. The <laughs> <But, laughs> um, Lila Rose show is a podcast. Um, and she has one that's talking about dating her single years and being like a strong single. Um, and I'm pretty sure she was saying the one that said like strong singles make strong couples. And I was like, oh, that's so good. Still in it. Yeah. So definitely stole that. So creds to her. Um, and then there's another one on like discernment and dating that, um, we'll put link in the show notes and we'll also Mm -hmm. link the blog post so you can look more into those, um, those things, but Mm -hmm. yeah. So good. So, so good. Um, what do you guys think? What's a grace that you've received lately? So last Friday, I realized that I made... So I like to plan the week in advance. Like <laughs> I look at the whole week as a whole. And last Friday, the end of the week is already the after, or like mid-morning. And I realized that I like missed a whole chunk of readings <laughs> for class that I needed to do. Um, and so it kind of threw me for a loop and I was like very, very overwhelmed. And then this is really funny. I went to the grocery store and I couldn't find any of the things that I needed. So it like (laughs) made me more overwhelmed. And I was like, I can't even get groceries. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, I, I came home and I remember I set a timer on my phone. This is so silly. Set a timer on my phone and I laid in bed and I like stared at the ceiling and I just prayed. And um, I I found myself like repeating over and over again, like, I am capable because God's grace is my strength. Mm. And I just like repeated that to myself over and over again. And then I was like, all right, I could continue to sit here and worry about it or I can just like get up and keep going. And so I got up and I kept going and I'm still a little bit behind, but, you know, I feel a lot better about it because I realized that I'm not doing this all on my own and that god is with me so it's okay that's such a beautiful grace but like it's funny because i mean this was this was not the grace i was going to share but um now it is um in that, in that similarly like 
I don't know. I've had a lot going on in my days. I've been just like, boom, 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 boom. And you know how when you like think about everything you have to do, you can get like super overwhelmed by it. And they're all good things. Um, but it's just a lot. And, um, you know, certain struggles pop up through the day. And I, I've just realized like just little moments that I feel overwhelmed. I don't know, like even so tonight, like I was able to go to, to go to mass and, um, just sitting there after receiving the Eucharist, it was just like, Jesus whispered to my heart, like, I'm here with you. Like, it's okay. Like Mm. we can do this like one at a time, you know? Um, so yeah, Mm. that's a beautiful grace, Samantha. And I definitely resonate. Um, (laughs) but other than that though, um, I did have a really good weekend. Um, got to spend some time with my roommates and even got to see a musical on Friday night. Um, I saw, um, bandstand. Um, it was really Mm. good. It's, yeah, you guys should check it out if anybody has heard of it. I had never heard of it. Didn't know what it was about, but it was good. Nice. <laughs> what about Lovely. you, Kaylee? Yeah. Um, for me, I just definitely had a very restful weekend overall and, like, just a good Sabbath yesterday, which was just much needed because, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, I'm exhausted from dealing with a toddler all day <laughs> and, and growing yes. a baby at the same time. But then I get off work dealing with him and then go straight into town for NFP appointments. Like last week, it was one thing after another every day of the yeah. week. Yeah. So exhausted. Like I was just so spent. So it was like such a gift because um, on Sunday, Matt and I woke up and we went to 7 a.m. mass, um, which sounded terrible, but it really wasn't that bad. Um, and we went to breakfast with his mom afterward. Like she cooked breakfast for us and then mm. drove all the way into town just to go get donuts because it was oh, Sunday. We we're like, we're going to celebrate. Why not? Yes. So we went and got donuts and then we went and sat in the Adoration Chapel for an hour. And I don't know. It was just like such a good day. Like I just really, I was like, this is what Sundays are all about. Like yeah. just joyfully celebrating feast days and praying. And like we started the very first thing we did was mass. And I don't know. It was just mm. like beautiful day and i feel like it just gave me a lot of grace for like this upcoming week and so so yeah that's just great that's what that's what sunday should be about you know yes Mm -hmm. yes yeah i love that Mm -hmm. beautiful yes well josie will you close us in prayer i would absolutely love to all right the father son holy spirit amen Come, Holy Spirit, teach us to pray. Lord, thank you um, just for the opportunity to share this time together um, for all those listening or will listen later. Um, especially want to lift up all those single people or all those just discerning what their vocation is. Um, just be with them and know that, um, let them know how how much you love them and are pursuing their hearts and how you desire our greatest good always, um, whatever that may be. Help us just to be open um, to where you're calling us um, and give our yes to you every day. And for those already um, living out their vocation um, in marriage or religious life, we lift them up to help them to recommit to um, living for you and keeping you first always um, so that you may bring them to you in eternal life. Um, We ask this all through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Joseph, her spouse. As we pray, amen. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. 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 Amen.
Thanks, Great. guys. That was a fun episode. Yes, Agreed. And Holy spirit. Yeah, and next week we have. Oh, did you guys hear that? Okay, no. I got like I got like a phone call, and it was like Dad calling. Oh, funny. My dad was oh, calling. Funny. <laughs> Anyways, I was You're saying next week. Yeah, I was saying next week will be fun because Kaylee is going to be sharing her story of mm-hmm. um, discernment and meeting Matt, and yeah, it's going to be fun. So tune in Ooh, next yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> be a good time. See you then. <laughs> All bye, right, guys. bye guys. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Beautiful Depths podcast. If you love what we do, subscribe to our weekly newsletter by going to www.beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. And don't forget to support us by rating us on iTunes. Until next week, stay holy, friend.